Hey, y'all, Sid Brins in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drake. The Senior Bowl is coming on, and the NFL Combine is just a few weeks away. The path to the draft has begun. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the OG Quinion Mitchell is a first-round pick-sayer. That's my son, but don't worry, we got room on the hype train. And joining me as always is AJ. Jim Nagy sold out the Senior Bowl game. He's a master of his craft. Marchese. My uh, my favorite Senior Bowl moment was, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but when they awarded the uh, the player of the game trophy to uh, Spencer Rattler and it was a big bowl of Reese's, that Nagy kind of just like very sneakily st- stole one away from Spencer. Oh, I watched. I saw. What'd you, that, was, that was a good maneuver. R- rumor is that's all Jim eats, his whole diet. Watch just out, all the different me. kinds. Today we're breaking down the great, the good, and the ugly from Mobile in our 2024 Senior Bowl Spectacular. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Mobile's famous pizza burger. Nothing says pizza like a burger. Speaking of Mobile, 2024 Senior Bowl has come and gone, AJ. It's happened. Um, first, before we get into the nitty gritty, you want to talk much about the the worst Senior Bowl game you've ever seen? Yeah, I think I think that probably was the worst Senior Bowl game. Right, I mean, it's the first time I remember guys opting out of the out of the game. I respect it and, for most of the guys, but that's what it was. and not just one, like a lot, like twenty guys who just didn't play. <laughs> Which, like, I don't really care, but it just I thought it was kind of funny because you're right. I don't really remember that. Like we've seen last year, for example, Dewan Jones opting out kind of after the first, first practice. First practice, yeah. Guys getting banged up, like Rasheen Ali got banged up this year. Oh, um, legit injury, which sucks so much because I thought he looked yeah. pretty good too. Um, but I don't remember a year where it's just like it's game day and like there's a list of twenty guys who aren't participating. I heard uh, Sam Hartman just like pay, <laughs> paid off uh, Penix and. And sl- snuck a couple bucks to Bo Nix, too. Sit, sit this one out. Let, let me let it uh, let it fly today. <laughs> it's Sam Hartman time, is what he said. I'm pretty sure. I think uh, he finished like six of twenty three with a pick. <laughs> Two picks, maybe even. Yeah. Um, but hey, uh, talking about good things to see in the game. Uh, I think seeing Spencer Rattler continue his strong week. Obviously, he only played I think two series, but. Yeah. That, that touchdown on Marcus Rosemey Jack Saint, I think, was pretty impressive. He ended up winning MVP through just four passes, but one MVP. Uh, Hartman threw, like, 23. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was nice to see Rattler bring in what he showed all week into the game. I thought Bo Nix looked pretty de- – I think he had two drives. He, had, he looked pretty mm-hmm. decent, had some drops from his receivers. Um, Braden Fisk, obviously, was yep. – was, Maybe should have been MVP. Switched teams the day of just because of roster attrition and was like everywhere. 
Yeah, Brandon Fist was my uh, MVP, baby. He was everywhere. Uh, he was making a bunch of plays. I, I mentioned Rosemary Jack Saint. Great grab on the touchdown. Um, I thought Luke McCaffrey had a really nice yeah. game. Would you? Had, uh, did you? Are you gonna mention McCaffrey anywhere in this? In this not episode? really. He had like a uh, <clears throat> week, like not bad, not great. Fine week. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, it was meh. But yeah, in the game, he looked good. He made some nasty grabs. He had a good punt return. He um, they got got him the ball on an end around too, like kind of showing that versatility. I thought that was nice to see. Um, um uh, Smith Wade, the Washington State corner, <clears throat> you know, he made those two great interceptions at the end. The, the, the first one was unreal, the diving one, and yeah, almost returned all the way. And he's the guy that, like, I thought maybe day three settled in a bit, but the first two practices I thought he was struggling. It's nice to kind of see him go out on a high note like that. Um, I, I kind of wrote down a couple names for guys who, like, I didn't think popped during the week too much, but had good games. Um, I kind of felt like that with uh, Amani Bailey, who they kept yeah. just feeding. And he they, looked good. What, what was it like the first six touches and a or half? Yeah. Like they just yeah pounding him. And yeah, he did look good. He he looked uh, pressing the line well. He mm-hmm. looked um, looked expl- explosive with his jump cuts. He looked like he did on the on TCU tape, you know. And like the setting during practice, you know, the running backs don't really get a chance to shine. I felt like this was overall kind of like a. I don't know if you, you agree with me, but I'm very critical of the senior pool. But it was kind of a boring, a lot of boring rap running back, linebacker, boring week, I thought. Yeah, it was. Not a lot of pass. We got one one team, I think the National, did one session of pass pro. And that was Yeah, that. it was weird. And it was a very boring pass pro session, too. And then, like, I thought all the receivers, all the running backs kind of just caught the ball well. Uh, none of them really shined as, as route runners, not to get ahead of ourselves. And linebackers were just okay, too. But yeah, Bailey, Bailey, I thought looked really good in the game, and um, also like double kudos because the aforementioned Smith Wade uh, near pick six, it was Bailey who chased him down and made that really nice tackle. That yeah, that was that, that might have uh, earned him some some big fans in the scouting community. Yeah, baby, that effort was impressive. It was. Um, in terms of who didn't look good in the game, I, I, I think just Michael Penix not playing in general after what I think was a bad week for him, I, I think wasn't – like I'm not going to criticize him for not playing. The game doesn't matter. But it, I think it would have helped for him to come out, ball out, win senior bowl MVP type thing because yeah. now Spencer Rattler's the guy who's going to have that buzz. And I know that's more of a media thing than anything, but I do think like – it would have helped him if after this tough week he had, he came out and, and just looked pretty good. Like, like the way Bo, Bo Nix didn't, like, I think Bo Nix got better as the week went on, but he didn't have a great week, and, and he came yeah. in and looked good in the game, and I think that helped. I, I Honestly, I think Penix was stronger the first two days, but I didn't think he was better than Penix that was. Uh, than Nix. I don't I know. they're both bad. Uh, but no, no, I think they're both bad. I just, like, if we're comparing the two, I think they're two big sliders. Um, we'll get there in a bit, but... um. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think if there was going to be only one guy that kind of needed to show something in the game, it would have been Penix. And even if he just came up for one drive and looked good, yeah, would have been enough. And I, he, exactly, like this, how Rattler and Nix both played two drives only. Yeah, and I think this, you know, the quarterbacks at the senior bowl are always going to look better when it, when you turn on the game, you know, because like the seven on seven and the team stuff, it's so much checkdowns. Like these guys aren't really yeah, repping so it, and yeah, that hurts. You know. You would love to see it happen in practice, but it's just the setting. They're not familiar with guys, obviously. But in the game, they, they you know, that juice, the juices start getting going a little bit more. And you saw it even from, you know, the Sam Hartman and, and company. You saw a lot more of, like, what real football looks like. I mean, it was a bad game. But I, and I think just to see that from Penix would have been big. And, um, again, I'm not criticizing guys for opting out because, you know, year after year after year, 
forever. The scouts go home on the Friday before the game even starts. Um, so I'm almost surprised it took this long for the players to say, uh, fuck it, why not us too, right? Yeah, no, for real. I mean, the game really doesn't matter. But I do think it does matter when a guy comes out and mm-hmm. has a good performance or a bad performance or after having a bad week has a good game type yeah. thing. Uh, and I thought for Devontae Walker, like his struggles during the week continued in the game, and that was an idea. Like he dropped a lot of passes during the week, and yeah. I think he dropped three passes in the game. Some some tough um, ones, but he kept trying to like one hand them in the game. Yeah, it just kind of showed like his contested catch ability might be an issue. So yeah, I mean, I was gonna talk on Walker later. I think yeah, know. we 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 can we can save him for like the actual yeah, okay. thing. I just thought it was. It was a bad or a tough look to have the type of week he had, and then kind of those same issues continued into the game. Um, how, about, how about I thought Jalen Harold didn't have a great week of practice, but had a nice game. Mm-hmm. I agree. With had that. multiple pass uh, like pressures, especially in the second half, looked pretty good there. But yeah, I thought he, he both him and McGregor didn't look great in in the week of practice. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, there's not too many guys. Yeah, Cole, Cole Bishop, I thought, you know, punctuated a strong week in the game. So did Bertrand. Yeah, we can get into that. Into the real yeah, stuff. Let's get into the real stuff. Let's We're talk, talking about uh, practice, baby. Practice, baby. Three of them. Shrine does four, but the fourth is just a walkthrough, so it kind of tricks you. Um, but Jim Nagy, he doesn't play games. So there's no tricks here. Uh, let's start with our surefire first-round picks coming out of the week. The guys you are fairly confident we'll hear their name call on the first night of the draft in April. I don't think anything changed. Um, I really don't. I think it's the same guys going into the week. I think it's still... But, yeah, but... I will, I, I will say some guys really strengthened their case. Some guys yes. who I think we would we mentioned as first-round picks coming into the week really solidified themselves as such. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I think, like, Talese Fulaga, you know, I... Yep. I'm going to be honest, I wasn't as pumped up on the week as other people I saw hyping up were, but I almost felt like he just didn't get as many reps as some guys, but he I thought he looked good. He wasn't losing reps, though. He wasn't yeah, losing reps, like, no. Because I think another guy here is Tyler Guyton, who had an yes. incredible first day, but I thought he got kind of worse as the week went on. You saw him struggle a little bit more. Guys kind of got used to, okay, I can't beat him outside, but can I counter him inside? Um, yeah. And he struggled a little bit with that. He struggled with some power. Whereas with Fuaga, I thought it was just like Mr. Solo. Like his reps weren't as smooth as Guyton's per se, but like it felt like nobody, nobody was beating him around the edge. And, a lot of guys and, tried him around the edge. You know? yeah. <laughs> it felt like he didn't get that many good looks. But yeah, no. no. But yeah, I would put Guyton here too. I thought he had a good week. Uh, you're right. Kind of started off hot I, and then was more. And let me preface it by saying. He still had a good week. Yeah. I just think like his for his day one, I was like, man, he's looking like a top yeah. ten pick. Yeah, I agreed. I agreed with you. Um, also, I think Kingsley Suomatia, he I thought he had a really strong week. It, it, I didn't put him here. I did. I do. I, I think he I, solidified himself. I was impressed. I thought he really, especially in team, was re- like there was one uh, set up uh, team reps where, man, Adisa Isaac beat him like a drum. Just, I thought his, like, and, and I still think he'll end up in the first round. Mm-hmm. I just think there's, like, a lot of technical concerns. I think he used his hands really well, but, like, footwork-wise, I think at times you saw him uh, really struggle with the speed of the more explosive guys like Isaac. Um, but overall, solid week. I, I, I Maybe I just didn't think as highly of it as you did. 
I but I think you know that was a guy I wasn't extremely hot on coming into the week either though. And that was a guy I think got better. Like you said, I, I saw some you know in team there's a couple, but I thought like honestly he saw a lot of Jalen Harrell and he saw a lot of Disa Isaac uh, in in one on ones, and I thought he looked strong against both. Um, he kind of kicked Harrell's ass over and over. Um, but yeah, no, there was a couple in team, but no, I thought overall it was a strong week. I, I tweeted that one rep out where he just, who, I forget who, who it was, but just knocked their hands. I think it was Harold and just put, put, knocked the hands down and just finished him. It was, un, it was kind of, it's kind of freaky, but no, I thought, I thought the potential, like all the potential we expected going into the week was there. Um, you're right. There's, there's some technical stuff, but just the power and the athleticism, I, I think like he's. I think I think he impressed, and the, uh, to me that's saying something because some of the tackles I was really high on, you know, didn't didn't have awful weeks, but just didn't shine like I thought. You know, the the three top surefire first round tackles kind of did. Um, one more offensive lineman on the yes. inside, Jackson Paris Johnson lived up to the hype completely. Yeah, I don't I don't know if an, I don't know if a lineman had a better week. Yeah, and obviously he ended up getting hurt, so you didn't really see yeah. him on day three. But, man, he, he really brought it on the first two days. Uh, looked like the type of interior offensive lineman. You, and he looked good at both Garden Center, for what it's worth. And it looked like the type of interior offensive lineman you take in the first round, especially in this class where you're yeah. lacking guys. Um, man, like his, his combination of uh, power, but... He's like, I don't want to say he's sneaky athletic, but he carries 330 pounds like ridiculously well yeah. and looks explosive um, it laterally when yeah. like mirroring. Uh, and he's also a big nasty guy. Um, that was my I, like, not, sorry, Rob, not not that I was low on him going into the week, but that was my big crush coming out of the week. That's yeah, like. Man, and we had a good group of interior offensive linemen in the end. I thought. Yeah, I I'm, I agree with you. A lot of guys like, I don't know. Like there were some guys I didn't end up like writing down names of that I thought had strong weeks. Like Andrew Rain yeah. from Oklahoma, I didn't put his name. Yeah, that, but, he, he had like a really solid, week, better than yeah. I was expecting type week. Yeah, there was a lot of that. I thought. Yeah, and then um, I thought like I didn't I put I didn't put Charles Turner's name anywhere, but I liked what he did a lot I, too. I love him. <clears throat> I like him a lot too. It's just I felt there were so many IOL guys that like. It's a lot. Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard to talk about them all. And and at the same time, Jason Paris Johnson was so good. He stood out above yeah. the rest of them and looked like the yeah the, the type of guy who I don't think he's getting out of the top thirty picks. Yeah, um, I think that they should be done right now. Yeah, especially because in recent years, the top center prospects we've seen are, are guys who <clears throat> are a little lighter, mm-hmm. move really well in zone scheme. But Jackson Paris Johnson moves really well. He just also happens to be three hundred and thirty pounds. Um, and he's the guy where it's like his balance and anchor were really impressive. And yeah. a lot of the times that's the, what we're concerned about when we're looking at these top center prospects. And like you kind of hinted at, like, yes, it was only a handful of, of reps, but <clears throat> he looks like he could play guard as well. Like yeah, he, his guard reps are just as good as the center reps. Um, and, and unlike, again, coming back to his size, unlike a lot of these centers, um, yeah. obviously like Tyler Linderbaum's incredible, but he was like 295 pounds you're probably not comfortable playing him at guard versus Jackson Paris Johnson, 6'3", 330. I think he's going to be fine in there. This isn't like a direct comp, but kind of feels like how we came out of, I think, I think out of Mo. well, no, he was hurt, but like 
Kind of how we were talking about Landon Dickerson at this point in the process. That's an interesting one where, yeah, where he's got the the size and obviously uh, Landon Dickerson ended up playing ended up playing guard for the Eagles. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Jackson Powers Johnson got that size and athleticism combo that's kind of hard to find with center prospects, I feel. Yes. Yeah, no, I think it was a little uh, legit. After, okay, we, so we hit four offensive linemen, or I, I, had, I had four, you had three. Um, anyone else here you're going to – I mean, not on the O line. No, no. Anyone else overall? Oh yeah, Quinion Mitchell. Quinion Mitchell for sure. Absolutely. He uh, and and a guy who I think it's important to note where at Toledo he's playing a lot of off zone coverage. Comes to the Senior Bowl, he's asked, uh, tasked with playing a ton of press man because it's all these one on ones and look totally comfortable doing it, it. It was right away. It's like oh yeah, he can do this. <laughs> like, it yeah, was, it was <laughs> super competitive at the catch point. Uh, physical and press, like his his fleet footedness that you see when he's um, triggering downhill to attack the football in, in off zone, translated to uh, mirroring receivers and man coverage. Uh, look super fluid, bunch of plays on the football. Like yeah. him and uh, was it him and Roman Wilson were like that was the yeah. best reps you got all week. They kept throwing them at each other, which was a ton of fun. Um, but yeah, like I came out of it thinking, oh man, Quinion Mitchell is closer to corner one than he is to corner four. Yeah, no, like I, thought... I think I'm. This is this is like I'm probably just so I can be like he's my son, and I'm gonna put him corner one just out of spite. <laughs> Action forever. Um, but no, he yeah. was. I think I think Powers Johnson and Mitchell had the two best weeks, and Mitchell was was more like just more reps from him, you know. Um, and the other thing with Mitchell too is like he looks so technically sound, but he's yeah. also he's a freaks list athlete. Like he's gonna test, he's gonna run, run sub four four, and he's also six feet and has the length. And yeah, he had everything I think you you wanted to the, see from him. The interception on in one on ones on uh, against Brendan Rice was just like was just too easy. Just stuck in his hip pocket and looked like he was like you know going seventy five percent on the route and just picked it off on a post route. Um, yeah, no, like too like. He got a lot of, like, you know, it was a lot of, like, Malachi Corley. It was a lot of – like, the guys who had really good weeks, Ricky Persall, and they tested him, and they couldn't really beat him. Um, yeah, I thought he was extremely impressive. Extremely impressive. Um, not the same kind of week, I, um, but I still, you know, coming out of the week, you still – I'm still confident. Liatu Latu is a first-round pick. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I put him here because he should be here, but he had, like, a pretty – Noteworthy week, I would say. Yeah, like, it, I, honestly, I think it was a little better than people give him credit for. I think his expectations were high. Did you um, feel he wasn't taking a ton of reps? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Okay, okay. But when he was out there, you saw, like, I, I felt like a lot of the edge guys, the edge group wasn't, didn't shine, I feel like, honestly, no. overall. Um, again, great talent. Other group. than one guy, I'm going to mention in a sec. It depends what, what type of shine we're talking. But, anyways, okay. yeah. Um, I think, like, they did the competition, I think, day one against Suomatia, where, um, you know, Suomatia kind of got him on the first rep, and then Latu came back with it, like, the inside swim, which was too easy, but, like, just kind of showed, like, you saw the toolbox, you know, and he, every time yeah. he had the counters, were com- like, you know what I mean? He had one, I think, against Lumea, where, like, the spin, he came out, uh, like, with a spin, it stalled, and it was just, like, instantly into, like, an arm over move, and, like, and, like toasted him, and it was just, like... I think I think underrated read week. I think it was just like the expectations were high, and I think it was day I, two where he was just cooking guys. I literally think it's because he took less reps. I think when you don't see a guy taking as many reps as the other guys, you kind of forget about them, and then you're like, oh, he must have not had a good day because I don't remember him doing a yeah. whole bunch. But you're right, like his 
his pass rush toolbox, his, his violent hands were definitely on full display. I do think another thing is, like, and I think we, we all knew he was going to have short arms, but I think, like, having it confirmed that his arms are sub-33 inches, like, yeah, kind of scared people a little bit, too, maybe. That's fair. Um, yeah. Especially when he's a guy who's, like, not going to test super well. He had, yeah, 32 and a half inch. I thought it was nice to see he came in at 261, though. I was, and, and closer to 6'5", too, mm-hmm. which I, I, so I don't know. Yeah, it's just no. I thought I thought I think people. Sorry. No, no. I was just. Please go ahead. Do you think people? I think people just thought he was going to come out and dominate yeah. because he's a potential top ten pick. And when you're seeing the other potential first round picks, specifically Quinion Mitchell, Jackson, Paris Johnson, like really just clearly be the best guy there at their position. Yeah. Um, and then like obviously there were so many good tackles. Um, I, I just think it kind of it was more disappointing to people than it was bad, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. I felt like also just going back to your earlier point, it felt like the reps were kind of split poorly at times this week because, uh, like I said, yeah, with Flog, I felt like he didn't take that many reps. Um, yeah, I could see the same thing about Law too. And then sometimes it's like there was guys just getting like every two reps. It's like it was like him again. <laughs> like, but Jalen Harrell. It was a lot of Jalen Harrell. Um, I forget. One of the corners was just kept trotting out there. I forget who it was. I think it was Smith Wade on day three, especially. Yeah, like every, yeah. Every rep was Smith Wade. I was like, oh my god! And, and it, it kind of, I think it kind of helped him a bit. But yeah. Um. Anyone else you got, you got in this group? Uh. Yeah. I put Darius Robinson here. That's fair. Okay. I put it with a question mark though. Yeah. Because I feel like every year yeah. there's one guy who's probably a top 100 guy who comes in. And, and generally speaking, they're like a height, weight, speed kind of monster, yeah. whatever, regardless of their position. And then they have a really nice, flashy week. And then they're popping up in the first round of every mock, which is happening with Darius Robinson right yeah. now. Um, and, and so I just uh, – that's why I put the question mark. I, w- I wanted to kind of gauge – and I'm a huge Darius Robinson fan. And I think – um, like, I don't think I'll end up necessarily having a first-round grade, but I do think he'll end up a top 32 player for me. Um, so I, was, I just wanted to kind of pick your brain on what you thought. So I, I think I – tell me, tell me if this is a hot take or a bad take. I thought Darius Robinson had a really good week. Um, I thought it slowed, slowed – he started extremely high and it slowed down a little bit. And I feel like the hype was more like just people getting eyes on him that haven't really then – him having like this yeah, unreal. That's week. a good point. That's a good point. Um, I think too, it's just the fact that what was he, he came in at he came in yes. at six five two eighty six with thirty four yep. and six eight inch arms. Like he's built like Tyree Wilson. Um, he, he was a huge winner of this football. week. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's just like, it, but, uh, yeah. I but. guess would you be surprised if like he goes between pick twenty five thirty two? No. No, absolutely not. I, I think we've seen a lot of that Ravens mock too, and I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of yeah, sense. Fucking, I hope yeah, not, but yeah. No, I think he was great, perfect. but I, I just think his his actual on field was a little overrated. Okay, but I thought he was great. Um, I definitely agree with you here. You just mad because he's from Michigan and, and chose to play at Missouri? You, you, absolutely, absolutely. You're gonna you're gonna hear me so be so sick about Deion Walker next year. Of it's gonna be awful. Dude, this Dion Walker guy sucks. Down between Kentucky and Michigan, it's like heartbreaking. Anyways, yeah. Uh, speaking of Michigan, jump to biggest offensive risers. I have a hard time thinking anyone helped himself more than Roman Wilson. I think uh, there would be I, one other guy in that group, but okay. yeah, 
Yes, I, I totally agree. Uh, Romulus was part, fantastic. Part of it maybe is I feel like coming into the week, I'm like, oh, I wasn't high enough. Like, I like Roman Wilson. Mm-hmm. Thinking back into the top uh, 100. But now I'm thinking, oh, man, like, no, he could go in the second round. Yeah. Because um, I already know he can fly. Uh, and he's just plucking every ball. I thought he looked good running routes. Like, man. Had that one unreal catch. Ball so well, and it's yeah. just like, oh, I, I can very much easily see him stepping in and being like a, a super explosive slot day one. I think yeah. we're getting a lot of. Maybe I dreamt this, but we're we seeing a lot of Tyler Lockett comparisons. Did you I see that? Or, I don't know if I saw that. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Nagy I've seen it a while it. ago. I don't know. I thought, I thought, I, th- I think Nagy, and he's always comparing people to like the Seahawks, Seahawks. And the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean. But uh, I, I think that's what I saw, and I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting. But yeah, Wilson was at a different speed out there, I thought. Um, yeah, he had uh, he had the senior bowl version of what Taj and Malik mm-hmm. Washington were doing at the Shrine, where when they went up for the receiver reps at the Shrine, it was like, oh, these guys are way fucking faster and better at football than every other receiver here. And Roman Wilson, like, just was playing so much faster than it felt like than other, everyone else. It was like the only receiver who could... Compete with Quinone Mitchell. Yeah, and I love that they kept throwing them against each other. And that unreal one-handed grab that Wilson had was against Mitchell. Um, yeah, I felt like early, like day one, it was very, very strong. But it was just like, you know, that was just like him just like, okay, he's at another speed. And I thought he, he started showing more route running chops too. And like you said, he, I, I don't know if I remember a drop from him all week. And that just turns into an extremely complete week. And I agree with you. I think he turned himself into a, into a top 60 guy. Where I was more like, yeah, everyone wants to go top 100. But now, um, I don't know if he gets out of, out of the second round. Yeah, no, I... And, like, I know it's a deep receiver class, but it's kind of also top-heavy. Yeah. Uh, and I think you'll you'll have a lot of different... After those, like, what, top five-ish guys? You'll have a lot of different combinations in the back five top tens. And, uh, I mean, wouldn't surprise me if he ends up, like, a lot of people's receiver six. Yeah, I know, for real. Uh, not to jump ahead or anything, but overall, what do you think of the receiver group this week? I thought two of them were freaking great. Uh, I thought there was a ton of inconsistency. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 okay. I think the two best guys were pretty clear. And then I thought two guys really helped themselves. And then everyone else was like either inconsistent or bad. And then there's Brendan Rice. And there's Brendan Rice, who's just like, I don't even know what I was... It was the most entertaining. It was the most entertaining, so... Uh, Like, people think he's, like, the greatest. I think he had a bad week. I don't know. Brendan Rice is an enigma. He's going to probably be a headache uh, on draft Twitter. But is it fair to say Brendan Rice helped himself? No, I think he hurt himself. I thought he looked bad. (laughs) He's dropping everything and could not run around. And his, like, movements are really, like... Bizarre, but I love the little uh, hand thing he does before his and, uh, he gets off the line. It's yeah, a, yeah, he's shaking his hands before the cool. snap, which is weird. Yeah, um, and like I think he, he he's just a Penn State corner merchant. Like, oh just, yeah, he was. Oof, more on that like, in a second. Johnny Dixon and Kalen King just like could not stop Oof. him, and were interfering him every time. Like even if they had good coverage, they were interfering him. I don't know. Brendan Rice is something uh, beyond Roman Wilson <laughs> for risers. I think Christian Haynes had an incredible. Week. Okay, yeah, I. See, I don't, I don't know if – I wasn't sure where to put Haynes. I, I, like, I thought he was amazing. I guess he's a riser. I don't know what I'm talking about. I think both Christians were amazing. So, anyways, go on. Haynes was great. 
Yeah, so I will actually, you know what? The rest of my risers are offensive linemen. Uh, so I had Christian Haynes, Dominic Pooney, yes. Charles Turner, and Christian Jones around at my yes. five biggest offensive risers. Uh, Haynes was just like a, a boxer. Oh, yeah. He's Haynes so awesome. physical. He is like, a, he's like Blastoise. Like you can't, he's so, he's built low to the ground, even yeah. though he's like 6'3. Uh, his anchor is really impressive. Uh, he's a, looked like a plug and play starting yes. guard to me. He also seemed like such an asshole in a good way. Um, he also had a couple decent reps at center. I'm yeah, not, no, sure. he yeah he flashed that ability. Like the I snaps think didn't look too great, but yeah, yeah. Uh, there was there was some of the snaps the centers would do was straight mm-hmm. into the ground, but they win the rep. I was like, does that count as good? Um, <laughs> I count it. I don't but, care. Yeah, I did too. Uh, Haynes looks like the type of guy who's going to go like third round and start. Like yep. John Simpson, for example, is a free agent for the Ravens. The Ravens are going to draw oh, Christian Haynes lost. instead of him. I think Haynes. See, I I don't know if I'd call him a riser because I was already there on him, but absolutely, me too. Right. Me too. But I don't think that was the consensus view. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Pooney, I thought started a little slow. I thought he did, had a kind of a rough first day. He had a rough sick. first day, and then by the third day, he was awesome. He had an and awesome he, third day, and he he looked, uh, he looked awesome at center. Yeah, where I think that might shocking. be the the position. I, I don't know. Again, it's a handful of reps, but. He looked better at center, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I thought. I I thought so. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think he took center reps on the first day. No, uh, had like a pretty. He might have had tackle reps horrible. on the first day too. I can't. Remember. Yeah, but he he looked like he he wasn't super comfortable on the first day. Yeah. The second day he starts taking center reps and looking great, and then from there on out he was great. Yes. Uh, looked like like I was talking him up as I'm already so high on him. He's potentially my uh, guard, my top guard prospect. Um, I thought he was a second round guy, so maybe not a riser for me. But I feel like the consensus now no, is like right. everyone's yeah. coming out of the week loving Pooney. Yeah, no, I put, I put him here as well. Yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting to see if if he gets looked at as a center yeah, from here out because yeah, he looked awesome. That that third practice was one of the best. Um, I, I think on, as a whole, across the whole the whole the whole um, the whole senior bowl. <clears throat> yeah, he was great. And and the last guy you mentioned there, Jones. I wasn't sure where to put him. But he was awesome, man. Like that—that's a guy that I just got. You know, he's going to the third round, and he's going to be a starting right tackle. He, uh, he might have had the cleanest week yeah. of all the tackles. Yeah, he absolutely did. It's just like he wasn't flashy, no. but he—he he was just consistently solid. I'm like, yeah, man. that's right. That's that's a guy I want to play right tackle like his, for me. His footwork looks so good. He's just, just washing so guys much. out repeatedly. Like he's not putting them in the ground necessarily. He's not snatching and trapping guys and no. getting all the the, but, the twi- Twitter clips. But I thought he's looking so smooth, good anchor and super strong core, powerful yeah. core. And I, that's give me that. Give me that all day. That's a guy. I'm like, man. I think this guy's gonna start for a decade. Like that's that's the vibes. It's a senior bowl week. You know, we always get we always get in our feelings, but. <clears throat> that was the vibes I was getting from him. Um, I thought he was unreal. Um, it, the other guy I mentioned was Charles Turner, who yeah, playing pl- taking snaps at Garden Center, uh, LSU Center. Uh, I thought looked really good moving in the run game. He did. Yeah. Um, and Just overall, very solid in pass pro. I thought his feet looked really good in pass pro. Quick. Yeah. Um, his hands, hands need to get so his like, hands need to get better on tape, but they looked better this week yes. than I was expecting them to. I thought he was going to have more trouble in pass pro than he did. Um, because he was a guy who I thought looked really good in the run game, and the, just the questions came about pass yeah, I think he looked pretty yeah. good one-on-ones. A lot of good reps. Yeah. Um, I thought the hands looked, like, fast. You know, maybe maybe the placement can get better. Um, 
I thought he looked pretty good at guard too when he got some reps too. Had a good, good couple good battles against Fisky. It was a lot of crummity. It was he was kind of beating up on Trump. Yeah, a yeah, lot. That, that's another guy who it was like McKinley Jackson and Jaden Crummity were taking a lot of reps and losing. Yeah, I was gonna talk about McKinley Jackson in a bit, but no, I, I think the Sony offensive lineman just, just you know, just I, I think this class is gonna go down, man. I think it's gonna be a special group. Um, I'll give you two skill position guys though. Um, I think Theo Johnson helped himself as about as much as anyone here. So I put him for pleasant surprise. I think it was a massive rider. I think like that's yeah. like. I think that's like you know he's gonna start being consensus consensus tight end three type of performance man like he was just so much he was so smooth and explosive out of his breaks and you know that incredible athlete incredible athlete and that's what's gonna get him drafted I thought the the like he he didn't have any drops from what I remember his catch radius is fucked the catch radius is great I don't think the hands are like overly natural but he wasn't dropping balls and he looked really good and he was clearly the best Um, tight end there. I think it also was helpful that he's like 6'6", 260, and there yeah. were multiple other tight ends who are 6'6", 260, and they looked like they like they did not move well, and then Theo Johnson would go and look like he's on a different planet in terms of athleticism. Yeah, I think like Span 4 kind of settled into the week a little bit, but... Yeah, but he was just hit, like first... he can't move. <laughs> no, like he... <laughs> The juxtaposition yeah. just like could not run around. No, the juxtaposition between Johnson and Barner and Span Ford really helped Johnson. Um, and, hey, quickly on Barner though, it was like every every rep was like extremely physical, and then like he'd find a way to catch the ball with like really good hands. It just he, he was also not getting lo- open. He looks super. He's a, nice he's a stock blocker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what he is. He had a fine week. Yeah, he did. Um, you said you had another guy. Yeah, how about Dylan Lobby? Yeah, so he's another guy who I put for new crush. I. He's the yeah. running back I'm going to pound the table for now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think any running back looked better. And that he threw on the fact that he's running routes with the receivers and looking better than a lot of them, man. And and yeah, I, no drops. He tracks the so ball beautifully. Well. Yeah. I thought, like, also, it was it was kind of messing me up with the, the silver helmet white guy. I'm like, is that McCaffrey or is it Lobby? And I'm not, that's not Christian McCaffrey, though. It's just the silver helmets. Um, yeah. yeah, no, he was awesome. In terms of as a true runner, too, he looked a lot quicker than I thought he was. He matched up with everyone else there, I thought, yeah. pretty much. On his team, and, at least. And, like, he's also not one of those pass-catching backs who's, like, sub to it. Like, he is 5'9", well mm. like, 210. Like, he is perfect NFL running back size. Yeah, agreed. He's – do you think he ends up going, like, the third round? Because it's pretty clear he can be a helpful football player. It's a weak running back class, or is that a little much? I think that's a little much, but I think he can go. I think it is too, but early fourth round. Yeah, I think I I would rather take him and Ray Davis in the fourth round like, than any other running back in this class. Man, Ray Davis, his hands are so good, so damn good. Shocking! I I, I swear I was pumping it up a little bit. You I, were, but I I like he was catching like every kid like just great. Hands. His hands are better than the top receivers. Uh yeah, pretty much, and he had like some sick back shoulder adjustments and like now he, he the route running. You know, he's not blown anyone away, but it showed a little something, I thought, and the hands were unreal. Uh, yeah, I, I, loved, I, I thought Davis had a fun week. Biggest defensive risers, I'm going to start with Jarvis Brownlee, the little corner yeah, who just, like, kind of <laughs> out of nowhere had this phenomenal week. It was like every practice was at least good, if not great. Yeah, uh, His route recognition seemed to be really good. 
Um, he he just like so natural in press man coverage, which is what he did at Louisville. Like they just they play Quincy Riley off opposite him, and they play him press man all the time, and his footwork really stood out. He was, I think, it was a second day where it was like every route felt like it was against Brownlee, and he was just like. He ran every route for the receiver, and it was all over everything, and it was it was great. Um, was making a lot of plays in practice. Uh, yeah, no, I thought Brownlee was unreal. It definitely was one of the biggest risers. I I haven't dug in on the tape on Brownlee yet, so I'm, I'm not gonna make any um, you know any declaratives. But he he definitely had one of the best weeks. Like after Mitchell, I thought not to jump ahead, but I thought Mitchell, Cam Hart, and Brownlee were the three best. Yeah, they were the top there. three, hundred percent. Well, they, Cam Hart's my other biggest defense. Player yeah, right. I, Cam Hart, who I pumped up too, baby. Yeah, Cam Hart was he, awesome. Also worth noting, his he had like thirty three inch arms or something mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. Like his arms are super long. He's six two, um, and he was just so competitive. Yeah, and another guy run, ran some routes for the receivers. Um, I thought maybe. Gave up a little more than Brownlee did, but I thought he was, yeah. he was still fantastic. Um, yeah, for sure. Some unreal reps. No, I put I put him. I put Harden Brownlee here. Um, I put Darius Robinson, but we already talked about him. But it's I don't know. I don't even know if he's really he isn't. He isn't. You know. Um, how about I know it wasn't it wasn't a complete week, but I I thought Austin Booker really yep. helped himself. I knew you were gonna say his name. He was the next name I had. Well, because he's coming in like. Man, he's six six. He's two forty five. He hasn't played a lot of football. The flashes are bright. Yeah. There's a ch- like this kind of like not, it's obviously not a boomer bust week, but it kind of felt that way. Like for for a guy I like him, be it shocked is, if yeah. he like showed up and had a Jalen Harrell week, but he didn't. Uh, and <laughs> I thought like his long like we knew yeah, he's athletic, athletic arm, but man. man, that long arm Woo! and. And the, like, one, the one where he just fucking jammed uh, Ladarius Henderson, poor Michigan guys, just ruined Henderson and put him down, and they got the sack. I think it was on Penix and in the team. Oh, that was nasty. Yeah, like he had some really like, oh and man, there's so much talent here. Even like, I, it wasn't like a huge, it wasn't a win rep, but like uh, it was him against Fuaga where like he went speed to power and like just just the knockback he had on Fuaga and Fuaga recovered beautifully and it was a great anchor. Um, but I just just to see that against it, no guys getting mocked in the in, in the top ten now. But yeah, I thought it was another long arm against Driscoll where he just fucking ruined him. It was a speed dot power um, on a team drill against uh, Jordan Morgan, where like he just like they, he went into Sam Hartman. Uh, had that six spin move against Rosengarten. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was a super fun week, and I think like again, it wasn't like this is the best pass rusher here. You know, he's gonna go blah blah. But it was a very you saw all the flashes you needed to see, and it wasn't like there was the bad bad refs either. Like there was a couple times he went with a spin. And I think. I think also Rosengarten kind of shut him. Rosengarten a solid week too, um, kind of shut him down a bit. But it was a really good week for Booker. Yeah, um, I also Braden Fisky here. Yeah, I love Braden Fisky, man. That's the guy. Like every rep is just like he's going one hundred percent snap through the whistle, and he was just so much fun. I thought he played like with more like I knew he was an explosive. Uh, explosive interior guy mm-hmm. who could win with quickness, but I thought he showed more power than I was expecting. I thought yeah. he played with a great pad level, and I know yeah. he's like also just the motors nonstop. Yeah, and seeing it in the game too, it's uh, he had the Carl Brooks week. He'll get way underdrafted and then make an impact as a rookie. That's a guy that's built to look good in this week. Uh, had a couple times where he just like perfectly timed the snap to and team and blue plays up. Yeah, I think just like that was such a complete. Like there was no, there's no rep that he took off, and I think that's that's just him. Um, so I'm gonna give you one more name. It wasn't 
wasn't again kind of like Booker. wasn't a complete week, but Marshawn Nealand, I thought. I know there was some hype, and there's some some like big numbers on him, but I think overall he really did look good. Um, wasn't like this consistent world beater, you know, smoking every tackle, but just another guy that you see like the the get off, the explosiveness. He came in and weighed in really well too, um, and I think like coming up, still you know a Mac prospect, so playing with the big boys in this against this tackle group, I thought he really showed something, and I think he did. Like, yeah, I know there was some hype going into the week, but I think he really did help himself. Um, I think he had, yeah, really solid week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially in this group where I, I don't think there was, a, like, a ton of dominant edge play. And no, there wasn't. Is, his arms coming in over 34 inches was, yeah. like, a big win to me because he kind of got this squatty build to him, but the he arms does. are long. I, lo- I love the squatty build, long arm, but, like, juiced up guy. That, that's yeah. Give me that. Uh, yeah, no, I, he had a great or a, a good week at a least. Good week. Um, yeah, but I think he just helped himself so much. Yeah, I, and I'll put an uh, interior guy in that category uh, who's one of my faves, Justin Boydby, the Alabama oh, interior defensive lineman. Yeah, he had some him. really good pass rush plan reps. Yeah, where he was like doing just trying stuff, like lots of push pull swim. He had a double swipe at one point that was nasty. Some with some speed power. Uh, was moonlighting out on the edge too for a couple reps. I, I really yeah. like the week he had. He's a good guy I'm a big fan of. We've hit like all of my new crushes, I think. Yeah, I put him here too. Oh, had that had that awesome push pull on uh on Cohen too. I thought I thought he was so much fun. He was really good. Um and like consistent too. And mm-hmm. I thought I, there was a couple interior guys and even like just on the defensive front as a whole that kind of didn't pop. Um, so I think a guy like a boy could be who like again kind of like kind of like Fisky where every rep he was just balling um, and kind of had a little bit more I don't know I, you saw some really high glimpses from him where I think he just really helped himself this week too yeah I, I fell for him as well uh, sliders now I just have a bunch of receivers and Michael Penix written down uh, I'll I'll be quick with these uh, I thought Jacob Cowing just like he was, that first day he had a bunch of drops yeah. Uh, I was hoping he'd have that tank Dell week, and I think he, he was yeah. one of the better separators, but he really struggled to catch the football. And um, when corners were physical with him, I thought he kind of struggled. So put him down. I, I think Cowing's a little bit more disappointing than Slider, but yeah. I, Fair. I agree. He well, was a top 100. Top there was, one. yeah. He kind of like um, he kind of kicked you know King's ass a couple times. Yeah, I don't count the King. King I, I know. Or the Johnny Dixon. You're right though. Uh, so I put him. I put Xavier Leggett, who I just thought. I thought the clear was, one here. Yeah. Yeah, like very just like Devontae Walker, who I also put here, who had a bunch of drop issues, also had some moments, and you could see his speed being a big separator for him. But Leggett, Walker was like, like I, always open. That's why I put more disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, with Leggett, it was like, okay, he's a six foot one, two hundred and twenty pound receiver who struggles to separate. Wasn't Is catching, he the, catching ball the ball well. very well. Like he's looking like Quentin Johnson out there. Like I don't yes. know. There's people saying he's a first round guy, and I'm like, uh, you and me were never there. And in this receiver class, and then seeing this, I was like, I'm totally put off by him. That's a guy that was a yeah, that was a ton of fun as a college football player, and I think. Yeah, I think it's just the type of guy like I'm like this. This isn't working in the league right now, and he went out and unfortunately kind of showed that. Yeah, I don't think this is the type of guy that's working in the league right now. You know, I don't know where I'm taking him right now, but you know, you, you can find a role for him in your offense. I think still, but the lack. He had a couple solid contested catches. You know, he had a, he had a nice one against Brownlee, but 
like and I thought he kind of got better on day three at a nice route on Pritchett, but like and kind of get a little bit better, but the drops and just yeah, it wasn't separating. A lot uh, of drops from these receivers. A lot of drops. Can I? Uh, I'll give you another sorry. receiver. Oh, sorry, please, I, please. I also put Brandon Rice here. Not that he necessarily slid, but like I'm seeing people talk about, oh, this guy's insanely good, and like yeah. the buzz was just like the Twitter so stuff is weird. weird. It is weird. I and saw it was like. People are on some... one of two sides. Like, mm-hmm. he's horrible or he's amazing. And I I lean to the horrible side. But, like, I thought – like, I didn't think he was good. I didn't think he was the worst player out there. But yeah. it was weird. I saw, like, people, like, tweeting, like, he catches everything. I'm like, did you not watch the tape? He like, dropped, like, most – I have a picture I sent you of him <laughs> dropping, brutal. like, the layup, layup – the most layup catch of all time. He was – the most entertaining, but you're right. It was like just beat. By the way, it's gonna be such spoilers when we get to Kalen King and Johnny Dixon for for slider. But he was just destroying them. But like then you know he, it was a lot of Dixon. I think on the second day or the first day, um, the first day when he had the really flashy practice yeah. and he made he would either make a really really impressive catch, you know, away from the frame and nice, or like a, a brutal drop. And then like his routes are very strange. Sometimes it looks like he's running in molasses, and other times it's like he's got some shake. It was a weird. It was a weird week. I'll fall in between where I think like, you know, I didn't expect a, a supremely impressive week or anything from him. Um, but yeah, the hype was strange. The Twitter hype was really strange. Um, I, I kind of throw another receiver in here. Yeah, please. Disappointed with Anaya Smith. Oh, he had like a nothing week. No, I, I also thought he just didn't look nearly as quick as nope. I was expecting him to. Nope, and that's the big thing. The the, hand, the, the catch rate is the hands weren't weren't impressive, and I think you knew that. But just his quickness looks a little zapped, and um, that's really disappointing. Yeah, just, just that's what he needs to make his money with, and he didn't. Uh, I also put Michael Penix here because I just yeah. didn't think he was very accurate, and I thought like his arm strength didn't stand out all that much. I put, I put and Penix and Nix. I, I didn't think either of them were. And, and, and it felt like neither of them could get into a rhythm. No. Well, the, ball, and, the balls were too sticky. You forgot about that. Right, right. And it felt like... Felt like Nick's got better at least. I don't know. Penix. Yeah. And Penix looked real thin, which yeah. isn't something we've talked about a whole lot, but his hands are big, so that's great. But yeah, that's everybody for me. I think definitely a Penix, like we talked about already, I think he needed to go out and have a good game because um because of the week of practice that he had and I don't know. And I think you saw some of the, like the, the like the the baller quality from him though, you know, and it just it just, I don't know. He just had the chance to make it and it didn't happen. Um, can I give you a name of a guy that I like? It's just, he, and it could be a little bit more of a disappointment, but I'll put him here. Um, and he didn't have like an awful week or anything, but I was really high on Jordan Morgan. I thought he just didn't have that, that kind of week. I And his arms came in uh, sub 34. Yeah. Uh, they might have come in closer to 32. I can't remember. I'll pull, I'll pull it up. Uh, but yeah, no, he had like he wasn't bad, but he wasn't like he was clearly a notch below those other guys, and uh, not like wasn't nearly as good as Christian Jones either. Who's yeah, yeah like a third round tackle, just under thirty three. Um, yeah, is what you don't yeah. like to see. And like yeah, so like guard. Yeah, uh, I know, and I thought he settled into the week and got better. But uh, and he, I thought he probably looked better in team. tackle classes. Too good for the, exactly. For yeah, it's probably going to go in like the forty to fifty range. Yeah, yeah. Um, D 
Defensive sliders? Defensive sliders. I mean, All right. go for it, yeah. So, Johnny Dixon had three DPIs on the first day. <laughs> Kaylin King, like, just didn't didn't move well didn't. and could not find the football. They were both really bad. Uh, obviously, Johnny Dixon was the day three prospects, like, not the end of the world. Kaylin King. Was cornerback one like for this, some at one point, yeah. It was huge for him to get this senior bowl opportunity. And then, like, yeah, he just did not look very good. And obviously it favors the receivers. But, like, we're seeing other corners make plays. I don't know if he had a positive one. I I don't want to be too mean. But not only do I think he was a slider, but I think he was one of the worst players there. Yeah, no. Like, I thought um, just talking about <clears throat> the corners in general – uh, I don't think there was a worse corner other no. than maybe Johnny Dixon. And that includes Virginia State's Willie Drew, who yes. obviously was the <coughs> only uh, Division II player there. I thought I thought Willie Drew made a couple plays. Like he yeah, I did too. Struggles. I thought he had a solid week. Yeah, he had his struggles, but for him, I thought it was a solid week. I agree. He almost had that nice pick, too, <laughs> down the sideline. Uh, yeah, no, I think those were the headliners. I didn't have two. I thought there was more like guys that just didn't show rather than slip. Yeah. But I'll, I'll – oh, please. I was going to say, what did you think of Chris Braswell? I thought overall solid, but that didn't sh- – that's not – he didn't have the week that I'm like, yeah, that's a first-round no, pick. exactly. So I put him here simply Fair because enough. like yeah. it felt like it, everything was speed to power and then sometimes he'd counter inside with a swim and that was kind of it. And he's another guy who it felt like barely took any reps. Yeah, kind of. But I also saw people kind of hyping him up during the week. He looked explosive. I just don't think he looked as developed as a pass rusher as I was hoping. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't, again, I didn't think it was an awful week at all. Um, just not not flashy, solid week. But yeah, for a guy that, you know, was getting first round talk, that's a slide. Um, I thought James Williams making that transition from safety to linebacker yeah. was... Uh, was rough. rough. Was rough. Um, and usually when you make that transition, you look good in coverage. And he was maybe the worst linebacker in coverage there. And yeah. it's not like the linebackers were amazing, except for my goat Jackson Sermon. But more on more on him. Yeah. But yeah, no, for real, they weren't. They really weren't. The, the, the running back linebacker, like I already talked about, the reps were kind of a. Uh, it is what it is. But yeah, I thought Williams struggled a lot. But then I'll give I'll give you some optimism. Had a really nice special teams tackle on Dylan Lobby and a big punt return, or it could have been a big punt return in the game. And I'm like, maybe that's where he makes his money. You know, big guy can move. That's a special teamer, baby. Um, special teams linebacker trademark, baby. Um, but no, I thought he really struggled. He didn't really show much of uh, of anything. I, I also I, I had Javon Bullard down here. I thought really struggled at times in coverage. Yeah, no, that's I I thought like a a couple safeties had good weeks. I thought overall a lot of them were just kind of there. Yeah. He uh, he was really struggling with the quicker slot guys. Uh, lots of grabby plays, mm-hmm. lots of uh, losing vertically, um, which isn't his game. But, yeah, yeah. I was a little disappointed there. Uh, and I, I had Brandon Dorless who had some, like, some sweet spins at times. Yeah. But he also, like, he came in at 277 or so. He was playing inside. Yeah. For a fair amount, and that's where his wins were coming. It's like, uh, well, he's going to be playing edge. I like. I was just kind of came away kind of confused about I, what's the plan there. Fully, I put him sending me back to the tape because 
I didn't think he was overly impressive, and he didn't provide much clarity. He, he just, I still know what the plan is, and I think you're totally right. I think that's a good one. Uh, I'll give you one more name. So we're, we're, we're already into the thickness, and we got a lot to go. But I thought Tyler Davis was just there. He had, I thought, on day three in team, couple. he had some moments he against the run. But, yeah, for the most part, he was like an instant win if you were matched up with him. Yes. Yeah, and that's where, you know, that's where the money's made, baby. They were talking about it, you know, the, the coaches were saying this is where you make your money, and Tyler Davis lost a couple bucks, I feel like. <clears throat> um, all right, let's rapid fire some of these other lesser categories. Wayne Warrior, Miles Cole, who that's had an absolute yep. zero of a week, came <laughs> in at 6'6", 272 with 36 and 3'8"-inch arms. And an 87-inch wingspan. Yeah, he should have he should have went home after that because <laughs> um, didn't really show much in practice. I thought he was the big weigh-in winner, though. I put Darius Robinson here as well. We yeah, Darius Robinson. Him. I thought Joe Milton coming at 6'5", <laughs> yeah. 235 with 33 and one inch arms. That's tight end body, baby. We should have saw some reps. I mean, the tight ends were a little little lacking. Obviously, Wiley, I thought Wiley looked pretty good when he was on the field, but he got banged up, unfortunately. Should have saw some reps. Uh, well, Wiley and Span Ford both weigh in Warriors. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. Span Ford's massive. And um, I think he got better as the week went on. He, he got, yeah. the, first, the first day, I'm like, oh, no. But then he got better. He got better. Um, Patrick Paul, 6'7", 333, 36, 2'8-inch yeah. uh, arms. Wasn't, like, on the first-round tackle level, but I thought solid week had his, his ups and his downs. Yeah, I put him for uh, sending me back to the tape because I agree with you. I was high on Patrick Paul. I agree with you. I don't think it was particularly bad, but, like, the hand placement, there was a lot of wide hands. You know, the punch Didn't time like was off. Tackle. No. Anything his anchor needs to improve. The inside post has got to get stronger. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, Eric Watts, the UConn pass rusher, 6'5", 277, 35 and 68 inch arms. It's a guy that kind of just didn't, have, didn't do much. That's it, yeah. Yeah, but look at him. Uh, and Johnny Wilson, speaking of not doing much, 6'6", 237 with 35 and 28 inch arms. Are we sure he shouldn't be putting on 40 pounds? Yes, he should be. Uh, I thought he didn't look bad that first day of practice, though. No, but... He's getting like, some separation. Yeah. I was like, oh, boy. He's huge. He is big. Yeah. I, uh, anyone else you need to add for a way in one? No, we we talked the big boys. And all right, my crushes we've all we've all talked about already. Have too. we? Okay. I'm just gonna be quick on it. So I had Dylan Lobby. Yeah. Um, who we mentioned? Uh, I thought Tanner Bordellini, the Wisconsin center, had a bad first day yes, and he two did. really good days in a row. I agree with you. Uh, yeah. He so looked in, really. Man. Yeah, he looked quite good in the run and team. Like, he climbs to the second level really well. Tyler Biotish vibes. Uh, Gabe Hall, the Baylor defensive yeah. lineman. I just love that combination of length and athleticism. And if I already went back to the tape on him, and Baylor just plays him in this really weird – like, he's playing nose tackle at times, and it's just, like, so tough for him to utilize his uh, pass rush ability with what they're asking him to do. Um, I – Sorry. You know what's funny? I thought Bartolini, like you said, struggled the, week, the first day. Gabe Hall looked really great the first day, and a lot of it was on Bartolini. And I thought they kind of flipped. Hall's kind of slowed down, but still at his moments. I agree. He had a really good week. I, put him, I thought he was one of the best IDLs there. And Bartolini kind of flipped the script. I thought he really came out and, and turned into a very strong week. I, I I think he looked pretty good at center and guard, too, and he settled in, you know. Um, had, a, had a couple of good reps against Dwayne Carter. No, I, th- I liked what I saw from him. Sorry, go, go uh, for more. 
Lab McConkey is one of my favorite receivers. He was one of the few receivers who was consistently yeah. separating. Him and Roman um, Wilson were the two best receivers. Yeah, by far. Yeah. They both, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Lad ends up in the first round. Um, Me neither. And I really just, I came away like, I don't love this linebacker class, but I liked a lot of what these line like this linebacker group, I think, uh, was a lot better than I thought they were going to be. And I'm just so interested in Trevin Wallace. He's 6'1", 244. He's got long arms. He's like 33-inch arms yeah. or something. And I thought he looked pretty good in coverage. and moved pretty well. Yeah. I'm, I'm very interested. A couple times he carried some routes deep. Uh, looked pretty good. I think I think, I think a couple of the Ray Davis like just were like really impressive catches were against him. But he was in good coverage. No, I think that's a good one. Um yeah, I don't know. The linebackers didn't pop to me too much. I, I thought Jackson Sermon was actually the most fun and was making way by far the most I thought plays. Sermon, Wallace, JT Bertrand were all had pretty solid weeks. Yeah, me too. I, I think it, I agree with you. We'll get there in a bit. But moving on to pleasant surprises, I put Jackson Sermon here. Can making plays on the ball, man. One after another. Did it in the game too. Had that really great pick in the, I think, day three in the team drill in the red zone. I thought there was a, I thought this was a good senior bowl for pleasant surprises, though. I, I, got, a, I got a good amount of guys here. Yeah, no, I, 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 so I'll just, I put five down. Theo Johnson, uh, I really liked what Delmar Glaze from Me Maryland too. did. At Me both too. tackle and guard, moved really well. Yeah. Played with a great base and balance, good bend. I like uh, Travis, a lot. Travis Glover, the Georgia State tackle getting called up and fitting right <laughs> in was awesome. Um, I thought Fresno State corner Carlton yes. Johnson we got quite good. Yeah, Carlton, <laughs> Carlton Johnson sort of nowhere. Had a couple bumps, but it was making a lot of plays. Also, I think had registered the fastest on the GPS. Oh, I didn't see that. That's interesting. And I thought I put Washington's Roger Rosengarten. I thought a very solid week from him. I think uh, didn't write anything down, but I think he had a, a couple troubles the first day and then really settled in and looked good. I agree with you. I thought he looked really good. Uh, you hit a lot of mine, and um, I'll give you two more, though. Uh, how about – it was more that first day of practice. I think he kind of had a bump on day two, but came back strong. Kingsley uh, Aguakun, the, the Florida yeah. center. Was mean on day one. I appreciate yeah. that. And then um, day two was in, and then he came back in another good good practice on day three. I like that. He's, he's one of the guys that put for sending me back to the tape. Yeah, it's a good one. I like I liked him. And I'll, how about, I don't know if you're going to agree, but it was, it was inconsistent, and it kind of fizzled out. But I didn't mind Ryan Flournoy for a guy I did not know anything he, about. Yeah. He was better than a lot of the receivers there. So I gave him some credit. Southeast Missouri really State. solid week. Well built. Um, looked like pretty, he can run some routes. Day three looked like he a little, a little more stiff in his routes, but first two days I thought he looked really good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, anyone else? No, we hit we, we we matched up on all mine there. Uh, okay, biggest disappointments. Um, McKinley Jackson was one of them. I just thought really nothing weak in a guy who we've I've talked about before. I w- I was pretty high on him over the summer. Thought he could be one of the top IDLs and just. Hasn't really helped himself. Yeah, I put him um, sending me back to the tape. I, I, I think I'm a little higher on his week. There was a couple of good reps, but there was a lot of time. Like you said earlier, there's a lot of guys just getting their best reps against him. He didn't. He felt like he just didn't have much more than just trying to go with power. Um, so yeah, I gotta, I gotta get back to the tape and see, like you know see complete games from him. I agree with you here. Um, um, I put TCU's on. Brandon Coleman, me who's one of my favorite guys, and I thought he really struggled in the first two, de- two yep. days. But had a solid day three. Yeah. yeah, and I think he looked a lot more comfortable at guard. I, and yes. I, I still think he'll be a top 100 guy. But 
I think this was the this this week for me at least settled him as a guard. Um, I think he struggled at tackle a lot. Yeah. Uh, but then yeah, they took him aside and the hands looked way better, and you know, the the timing and everything and the feet looked better. I think I think he's a guard. Um, my headline guy here was Tez Walker. We talked about him already though. Like, yeah. like obviously this was a week where he's like, okay, I don't know if you can take him in the first round, so slider in that condition. But damn man, he kept getting open. He he has that second gear like. That like he looks like the best receipt athlete athlete at these you know there a receiver uh, up there with McConkey and Roman Wilson but holy cow the drops man it was so frustrating and um, I can't believe it spilled over into the game too like that just hurts. I also put um, Marcus Rosemi Jackson here just because I really was hoping he'd have this kind of okay. kind of a breakout week. I don't think he had a bad week. But I was just personally disappointed. Yeah. I felt like he was one of my guys. I thought he had a solid week, you know, and then had that touchdown in the in the game. Um, and again, I think it was maybe a bit more of a product of the receivers not shining like they could have. He had a couple drops too. Um, but no, I, I like I still like what I saw overall. Um, I put Cam Kitchens. I thought, I thought Kitchens really struggled. I thought he had an okay day too, where he, yeah. He was playing really alert. I think just like he's not that explosive and he's not going to look good in one on one. Exactly. He's not built yeah. for that. And when they went in the red zone on day three, he was struggling the one on ones. Uh, yeah. It's just like, you know, for a guy that had maybe top 50 expectations at some point, he just didn't look up to it. First round buzz. First round buzz, yeah. And also, I, I thought Peyton Wilson didn't shine here. I no. put him down as well. Uh, that's a good one, too. A guy, you know. Like everyone's been saying, you know, LB one if he's health, if you know, without the injury history, what whatnot. It didn't didn't see it. Just really didn't see it. He looked okay. I don't think he looked bad. I just didn't see much. Yeah. And I'll give um, you one more, one more, Rob, if that's yeah. okay with you. Not that he was bad or anything. That the running backs, it's kind of hard for them to shine. But I just didn't. I thought Isaiah Davis was okay. I was really hoping he. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Thought he have. I thought I was hoping he have a week, but he he just didn't. Uh, sending me back to the tape, first and foremost, Roman Wilson. Uh, I know we've already talked about him, but I just feel adamantly like, oh, man, you are too low on this man. Um, beyond him, we already mentioned Kingsley Egukon, the Florida center. I, I put Keith Randolph here, the Illinois Indians. Yeah. Had a really solid week. I thought his hands looked quite good. Yep. Um, Sateo Lamea, the Utah office lineman. I thought his day two was really impressive. He looked quite good at guard. He's mm-hmm. a guy who uh, I think I'm, I was a little lower on than consensus. He was a little up and down, but, yeah, he, he had some solid reps. I agree with you. And the Auburn corners, DJ James and Nehemiah Pritchett, yeah. who I, I felt like they both took a lot of reps. Yeah, they uh, did. And unlike the Penn State corners, like, they held up pretty well. I think <laughs> They're DJ the anti-Penn State. Corners, yeah. yeah. D, DJ James had a really good day two where his athleticism was – on full display and Pritchett's day three, I thought Pritchett was had good. Great day uh, three, yeah, multiple yeah, views. Yeah. Super physical and press coverage. Yeah. Um, so I liked what I saw from them. We had a lot of mine already. I had Patrick Paul here. I had Brandon Dorless here. I had McKinley Jackson here. More negative reasons to kind of go and see what we got. Uh, but I'll give you a positive one. Um, remember, Marcus Harris was your guy, one of your guys going to the week. Um, I watched the Alabama game and really didn't see much going on. But, and like, he wasn't consistent this week, I didn't think. But, uh, kept flashing, definitely had kept flashing. You see that that like some of that high end athleticism to you know making plays one on ones, getting you know making really nice reps. Um, just a guy I kind of want to dive into more and and see, you know, there's there's something there. I just want to you know see the whole. I feel like a couple. I got a couple pieces of the picture. And I want to see the whole piece, the the whole image, right? 
Wow. Okay. Well said. Uh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't quick. Qu- quickly through our. We've probably talked a bit about this, most of these guys. Yeah. Our best position by position. I think best quarterback for me was Spencer Rattler. I think it was. The arm talent stood out. He was pr- well, maybe the most consistent in terms yeah. of accuracy. Yeah. Um, What's the most? Every- Look the most like on like some of these guys just held onto the ball too long in drills and it looked the most like yeah okay this is actually football <laughs> sometimes you know what I mean yeah uh, I agree with you uh, overall I thought quick Milton was bad Hartman was bad uh, Bradley was what we expected and Pratt was okay Br- Bradley made some throws or was he like did. wow good for he you did. he did but that's a hometown kid he's got to shine bigger that's all I gotta say yeah Pratt was okay yeah Pratt was okay. Um, best running back Dylan Lobby for me followed by Ray Davis Agreed. and Rasheen Ali pre-injury agree yeah I think that's the top three Marshawn Lloyd was solid had a couple had that one team where he was making some plays I thought the hands were solid the route running was solid helped himself but nothing nothing special but no I agree Lobby and Ray Davis I think were the and Ali if he had a full week but yeah those are the cream of the crop Best receiver, Roman Wilson, Lab McConkey. I, I give the edge to Roman Wilson, I think, but like mm-hmm. they're 1A, 1B for me. Yes. Uh, the other two receivers who I really like by saw were Ricky Pearsall from Florida and Jaquan Jackson from Tulane. Yeah, I, I totally agree on Pearsall. Had helped himself a lot. And, you know, impressive, like making some deep contested catches too, which I think, you know, was big for him to show. Look good as a route runner. Jackson, you felt the speed. I thought he was a little up and down at times, but I like that. Uh, we haven't talked about Malachi Corley yet. I, I liked his week overall. It was just solid. Yeah. It was, again, it wasn't special, but you could see the physicality and he was using it. And it was a lot of, I thought that was fun. So I put him, I put him as my fourth guy here. Um, best tight end, Theo Johnson, clearly, I think. Clearly Theo Johnson. I thought Ben Sinnott had a fine week, but yep. was not like living up to tight end three necessarily. Yep. That's why they kind of like, you're, you're saying maybe Theo Johnson ends up tight end three. It wouldn't surprise right, me. Right now, that's my bet. And I, I, But going into the week, I would have said it's Ben Sinnott because I'm a big Ben Sinnott fan. Yeah, I know. I thought Sinnott uh, was solid. I thought Sinnott was solid. The run block end was pretty good. The hands were solid, but just nothing special. I think uh, A.J. Barner had a solid week, too. Yeah, that's my guy. Talked about it. You know. uh, best tackle. I think I'd give it to Christian Jones. Just in terms of purely how you looked at the senior bowl, I think uh, I'd give it to Christian Jones. I like that. I, I'm, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with you. I think overall, you know, it's kind of... You can kind of pick one of the first round dudes, but in and out, pure senior bowl. I I agree with you. I think he had the best the best week. He just I don't think he lost a rep, man. And yeah, like Fuaga, Guyton, Kingsley, like. But I also think Delmar Glaze was right there with all those guys. Glaze had a great week. Yeah, I, t- I agree with you. Uh, uh, best in shoot. Yeah, interior is Jackson Paris Johnson. Yeah, and then it's like a bunch of like Christian Hinch, uh, Dominic Pooney, uh, Charles Turner, Tanner Bordellini. I think I would go that same top four, like solid. Power Johnson, Christian Haynes, uh, Turner, Bartolini. Oh, sorry, Pooney, Turner, Bartolini. I think the, the defense is a little more up for grabs with a lot of these. Uh, who would you get best interior D line to? I don't know. I thought there was a couple names. I thought you know. I think Brandon Fisky or Fisk is in the in the running here. I think Gabe Hall for the for the flashes. Michael Hall for some of his flashes. Overall, I went to Fondre Sweat. I think that's the right answer. I think like he, he did what he needed to do in yeah. past one on ones. Like it was the power was he just there. crumpled like, dudes. I think it was Rain, poor guy. But oh man, yeah. And in, in team, you saw what he could do as a just space eating nose tackle. Yeah, I made that one nice play we tweeted on the seven rounds in heaven Twitter account where he split that double team, made the play. Yeah, I think again, none of these guys. Well, I, I, the guy maybe most pound the table for is Brandon Fisk, but. Yeah, I, I think I go sweat a Boyd B and Fisk. 
Oh yeah, Boigby's depending where you you got him. Yeah, I, I love the Boigby's week too, definitely. Uh, best edge, Darius Robinson. Yes, but again, I'm not I, I'm not there with like this. It was an amazing week. Like the buzz is kind of coming out about, um, and I think snap per snap, I think Latu Latu is still up there with it. We kind of talked about him, and then I think the next guy would probably be Adisa Isaac for me, and then Booker. Yeah, I think Adisa Isaac. Yeah, and Booker uh, Isaac had a really good week. He did. He did. I wasn't this big flashy week, but very consistent. Um, up and down, like uh, well, kind of. He was consistent, but up and down. But uh, just like up and down, like in terms of like what he was kind of going with it with his repertoire, I was kind of throwing too much like outside speed and like losing his edge and stuff. But no, I think he was good. I think he was good. Best linebacker. I went with a combo of. Uh uh, Trevin Wallace, JT Bertrand, Jackson Sermon. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I'm going to stack them different. I think Sermon was the most fun because he kept making plays, and I appreciate that. But I think JD Bertrand was the most consistent, and he looked and, good in the game too. But by all accounts, was like the leader. Yeah, and like yeah. communicator, which is huge. I thought Trevin Wallace, just in terms of size, athleticism. I yes. thought Cedric Gray had a solid week. I thought he looked good in the game, especially. I thought um, I, I wasn't. I didn't love his week, but he had a good game. Yeah, definitely. Uh, corner Quinion Mitchell, obviously, and I think Cam Hart, Jarvis Brownlee. But I wanted to mention. I thought Max Melton had a really good week. Yeah, Milton had a solid week. I, I think my fourth guy would have been Andrew Phillips. I liked what Andrew Phillips did. Yeah, he's another guy. Yeah, just kind of overshadowed by yeah, these other dudes. Um, those top three are obvious, though. Best safe, best safety, Cole Bishop? Yeah, I, I kind of split it between Cole Bishop and Tyke Smith, but I lean Cole Bishop. Was there? I I wasn't like paying attention to the timeline well enough. Was there a lot like Tyke Smith had a really good week in a, gr- a deep safety group that like kind of disappointed? And I thought Tyke Smith really like flashed, and I, especially I, I that third practice. A, yeah, and I didn't see like a lot on the timeline about him. No, me neither. I, I thought Cole Bishop was the most consistent. Yeah, he looked best like he's a tight end stopper. Yes, he did definitely. And then in the game, it was just really solid tackling. Um, I think he did everything there. But, yeah, Smith showed some really great um, – had that pick on day three and that sick PBU like the play before, too. Also, Bo, Bo Braid had a really good, what, first practice and ended yeah. up getting hurt. Uh, yeah. Evan, Evan Williams had a very active week, I'll say. And then had that sick interception yeah. in the game. Uh, anyway, that does it for the Senior Bowl recap. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned as we continue to talk about these prospects and more. As we get closer to the NFL Combine and eventually the NFL Draft. Uh, hopefully, uh, J.J. McCarthy ends up a Seahawk and is reunited with future Seahawks head coach Jay Harbaugh.